Welcome to Ad Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast, giving you the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing and the people behind those efforts. Created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation, Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. Hey, before we get things started today, I want to take a moment to remind you about our upcoming AAF Houston August luncheon. It is coming up on Wednesday, August the 17th. It's at 11.30 a.m. An in-person event, yes it is, the ballroom at Tanglewood. Sometimes, just when you think you know how a story is going to turn out, something unexpected comes along that throws that story in a new, exciting, unforeseen direction. Has that ever happened to you? That's the origin of Plot Twist Creativity, an agency formed by industry veterans who came to an unexpected fork in the road and decided to forge their own path. And you can find out more about Plot Twist at PlotTwist.com. Got the date? It's August 17th. That's a Wednesday, 1130. The Ballroom at Tanglewood. You can go to the website, aaf-houston.net, and you can register right now. Hope to see you there. Austin Sandy is a Tele Award-winning and Emmy-nominated marketing professional working in East Texas. He is the audience development and brand manager for KLTV and KTRE, the ABC affiliates for the Tyler Longview area, overseeing a team of creative minds who build the brand and promote the products of television stations. What a great idea. Previously, Austin was the digital marketing manager for KAIT-TV in Jonesboro, Arkansas. As a graduate of Arkansas State, holds a BFA in digital design, was recognized as one of the university's Emerging Young Alumni in 2020. Wow. His branding expertise is featured in the fourth edition of the McGraw-Hill textbook, Principles of Marketing. My God, you already got the book. The best-selling textbook is set to be released in late 2022. Austin is also the president, man, you've got a lot of jobs, Austin, of the American Advertising <laughs> Federation of East Texas, the programs chair, the award-winning programs chair, for the American Advertising Federation's 10th District. Additionally, he serves five states as the Region 3 representative on the ABC Marketing Advisory Board, a member of the Lone Star Emmy chapter, previously served on the boards of AAF Northeast Arkansas, Tyler Civic Theater Center, and Camp Quality. Well, needless to say, Austin does not waste a lot of time in this life. Uh, and, <laughs> and Austin, you've, you've always had a problem of saying no to people, haven't you? Let's just get that oh, out of the way right there. <laughs> the, those you, are, you figured me out. Those are the best people in the world because you know what? In spite of the fact that we cannot say no, we get amazing things done. And that's exactly what you've done <laughs> for your television station, for the Ad Federation for D10. So it sure is fun. And you and I have never talked before here on the podcast, but, you know, we've met uh, on several occasions um, uh, with Ad Federation events and such like that. But it sure is good to talk with you and and, uh, and to let the folks in, in D10 know a little bit more about who this guy named Austin Sandy is. What a great name. Yeah. <laughs> you, Thanks for having me, Ray. Oh, my pleasure. You know, we've got another um, – we've been doing the 10 with 10. Uh, which is with Stephanie started that ball rolling and it's continuing or maybe that was you that started the ball rolling. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's Stephanie's brainchild and we just made it happen. Well, what, the good news is it's still going and uh, there is an upcoming uh, 10 with 10. What is the, uh, what is the date for that by the way, Austin? 
We are actually still working to secure a date on that one. We know it'll probably be in early September. Okay. We hope people will kind of pencil us in. We always do these at 1130 uh, in the morning. That one kind of a nice lead into lunch. Yeah. Uh, but I'll let everybody know as soon as we have that date. But we do have a, a great speaker lined up for that one. September is good for me. John Lloyd, who is Hilton Hotel's Senior Director of User Experience, and design. That's an important role as well. <laughs> something yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> so, something that any business can use, uh, you know, uh, th- that type of advice and savvy for. So that'll be good. And, and as you said, that's coming up in September. Uh, be, be watching on the District 10 website uh, for more information about that. And, uh, you know, y- you were also involved. Club officer training uh, was in Dallas at uh, what, SMU uh, this past June. And that was uh, those those things where we all get together and we talk and we we figure out stuff and 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 support each other. That was a really great uh, uh, gathering of folks this year. Talk a little bit more about that, Austin. Absolutely, uh, club officer training is really where I got my start being involved uh, on a district level just a little over a year ago when. Governor Stephanie Price approached me, and so I am already reaping the benefits of what club officer training can do, and this year I presented on uh, programs with purpose and how clubs and district can can really help their membership and and recruit new membership with successful programs. So we had a great discussion. We've shared a lot of great ideas, and uh, it was a, a great time at club officers training. You know, if folks uh, did not get a chance to go to that, and, and I and I hope hopefully they did. But let's talk about some of the things that you uh, you talked about, some of the programming tips, because you've got a lot of great ideas. There. Sure thing, yeah. Uh, I really talked a lot about on. I talked a lot about programs having purpose and what our several purposes are. Uh, the American Advertising Federation has a lot of goals uh, in what we do on a day to day basis for our club members. So we're always looking for the why in a program. Mm -hmm. Uh, The why might be membership and recruitment. It might be service to your community, service to membership, uh, education, or even just networking and having a good time with fellow members and potential members. So we went through some great examples from various clubs. I'll tell you, here in East Texas, we have a really neat initiative that we're working on right now that uh, we're targeting non-members with an award ceremony. This is a little different than the American Advertising Awards because we are specifically catering these award categories to teams and members and non-members alike who have done some innovative things over the past year. Our categories are Innovator of the Year, the Idea of the Year, the Mm -hmm. Member of the Year. We've got several different award categories, and our goal is to bring in some businesses that uh, are either non-members or just haven't gotten real active yet in our growing club. And we're going to hand out some awards, um, and hopefully they'll kind of get a warm fuzzy and and come back because they're grateful for that award and they want to see what else AAF can do for them. So uh, we shared some ideas like that. We we shared some that that are specific to our members uh, in Northeast Arkansas. They were really working to serve their members in their community last year with um, working with the Arkansas Pet Savers, which recently received an award um, at America, which was awesome. Cool, um, cool. That's a neat one where they rebranded an entire nonprofit, the Arkansas Pet Savers, and they spent their year uh, doing programs and working with this nonprofit to give them a, a strong brand, a strong social media presence, new visuals, obviously a, a nice logo mark. Um, and so that was another one of our, our great examples that we shared at club officer training. And there's many more uh, that we shared, and I hope to hear many more. Um, 
specifically, we'll be sharing some ideas uh, on our District 10 programs call on August 4th. We yeah. started these up, uh, and Crystal and I are going to continue those throughout this next term. Man, I think that's so important. And what, the thing that strikes me the most about what you're talking about is sometimes we exist. Organizations sometimes tend to exist within walls, and they forget to open the window and look outside and say, well, we've never done that before. Uh, why should mm-hmm. we do that? And, you know, so many times we, we, don't, we don't understand the, uh, the feasibility and the benefits of saying, you know what, we've not done this before. We, we need to go here and try this and see how this works. And I like the fact what you said before is you're looking outside of the Ad Federation to find or to generate and grow interest within the Ad Federation. What a perfect opportunity to go fishing uh, for folks. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We got to get them started somewhere, and and that was a um, a big piece of what we talked about. Is every program I encourage clubs to have a takeaway, and it could be something as as simple as a handout with your upcoming event, a flyer. Uh, it could be a, a chopsky, a T-shirt, a bumper sticker. In yeah. this case, it's going to be an award. We're actually going to give those innovation awards to some non-members, and that's going to be their takeaway for them to remember us by. It's hard to forget the American Advertising Federation when you have a trophy on your shelf, you know. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> so that's, that's what we hope to do. People like trophies. Yes, they do. Yes. Absolutely. I don't care whether they're <laughs> lucite or plastic or whatever. Uh, I have, I, I, I tell you, this is a funny story. Years ago, we were playing for the Metro Traffic Network's uh, golf tournament here in Houston, and we won third place. Third place was a lady golfer uh, on a trophy. It's like, you know what? I'll take that. That's fine. Uh, I don't care, but it, it, it's wonderful to hear the new ideas. And, and obviously, you bring a tremendous energy to the programs as being the program chair for uh, 10th District. And I bet. People in District 10 can hunt you down and ask you ideas because that's what we need to do is we need to keep the conversation from club officer training going. And we need good stuff like this happening now. Man, over the past couple of years, we have been really not beaten, but we have been challenged in a big way mm-hmm. just, to, just to say, okay, what's coming tomorrow? What's going to happen next? But you know what? With with District 10 and, and, and clubs like here in Houston and around D10, things kept on going, and things did happen, and things are better now because of that. And uh, with you in charge, I'm absolutely loving it. How long is your okay. term, by the way? <laughs> are you in for well, life or what? <laughs> I think so. I, okay. I just signed on for a second year. Uh, these programs, you know, you said I bring energy to it, but, but the programs bring energy to me. Yeah. Working and networking with these people from across the country and bringing them to District 10 for these programs really excites me, and I, I, it gets me going just as much as I, I hope it does our members. Okay. You know, uh, you, are, you are the uh, audience development and brand manager for KLTV and KTRE. Those are ABC okay. affiliates in Tyler and Longview. Uh, it sounds like you have a dual role here because it sounds like you do for your clients of the television stations the same thing that you're doing for the American Advertising Federation D10. What is that role in? Uh, what does that role involve uh, for the television stations, Austin? Well, it's definitely multifaceted, and it is for two ABC stations, which is kind of unique. The East Texas market happens to have two ABC stations, and we run both of them. We do the marketing and the branding for both of them. And a lot of what I do uh, for ABC and, and the TV stations is connecting and networking and creating great events and branded events 
experiential marketing, and I really carry that over into what I do for District 10 as well. It's all about the connections and the events and, and what you can provide. In, in this case, it's our members. In my day-to-day case at work, it's my viewers. So I'm serving viewers or I'm serving members, and that really, that's, that's my passion. And so I think that that is reflecting on what we're doing here at the district and the big things that my marketing team at KLTV and KTRE are doing. What about the American Advertising Federation experience in Tyler? I bet that's going to be a, a lot of fun and uh, with you with you handling things there, uh, energized yeah. and growing. Talk about talk about Tyler at Fed. Well, we are. Uh, we're here in the Rose City. Um, we're actually kind of a split market to uh, Tyler Longview here. So we've got about half of our members in Tyler, half in Longview. And both of these metropolitan areas are really thriving. And that gives us a lot of potential here for our growth. Uh, and you were talking about how some good things came out of these last few years, even though we've been on hard times. And let me tell you, AAF East Texas is one of those. This is a club that uh, Abel Sanchez and Mindy Llewellyn formed during the height of the pandemic in 2020. They filed all their paperwork in January of 2020, and we're trying to get uh, a club started as March rolled around. And you know, the rest is history there. So uh, we've really had some interesting uphill several years that we've started here in East Texas. But I think that has really bonded us more as a club. We're a tight-knit group. We're a small but mighty group. And we're still having some big speakers, big events. Uh, we're we're going all out. We, are, we might be small and growing, but that uh, energizes us even more. And that's really what I'm looking forward to in my term as president is continuing to see this growth and seeing a club in its infancy is is very unique. I, I was active in the Northeast Arkansas chapter before I moved here to Texas, and that's a well-established active chapter. And it was interesting to see how that flows with the traditions that have been in place for years and years. And then to come here and we get to start our own traditions. Some of those are ideas that I'm bringing with me from the Arkansas chapter, and some of those are brand new. And of course, collaborations here. Uh, so it's just Interesting to be on the other side of it now and seeing what a new club can do. Oh yeah, and doing great things as well. You're uh, are you close to Kilgore there as well? Uh, yep, I, we yeah. are. We got the uh, Texas Broadcast Museum next door. Yeah, the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, the Texas Broadcast Museum. They they've taken. Uh, that's a really cool city, by the way. I love Kilgore. It is. Yeah. Uh, we've uh, helped produce uh, some of the um, the award ceremonies there, and I actually have donated. Uh, broadcast equipment for that museum as well. So that very unique. It's an old car dealership in Kilgore turned into spectacular uh, by by the curators of that museum. There there are two wonderful people who just love 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 the industry. That would be a that would be a fun program to have them, especially for you guys up there to be a part Absolutely. of something you do. They've got a great event venue as well, and uh, we've got that on the docket for some upcoming. Events. In fact, those innovation awards that I was telling you about are going to be hosted there at the Broadcast Museum because it's great to have a venue in our market that matches the theme of what we do. And yeah, yeah you and I are broadcasters, so we feel that in what we do day to day as well. But it's yep. great to share that with AAF. You know, in in Tyler or in general with D10, what engages? You talked about being purposeful. I think that's a, a great thing. Our our little slogan here at Radio Lounge is "Be intentional." Uh, which is kind of the same thing. But what engages members of our industry the most in participation uh, with the American Advertising Federation Clubs in D10? I think when it comes to these uh, these various programs that we do, 
um, there's different tactics that we take to get people involved and to get them excited. And I shared that at club officer training as well. Um, we talked about celebrity appeal, how a speaker like Miss Arkansas or Miss Texas could really get people excited to uh, attend one of our functions. Um, of course, we talk about how we all enjoy a drink together and mm-hmm. um, going to a happy hour is something that we all enjoy doing. And I think that that gives our club the, uh, the you know, everybody's purpose is different. And I think that that gives some members of our club that networking purpose. And that is my goal as a program chair or as the president of the East Texas Club is to make sure that everybody's purpose is being met at some point throughout the year. So whether we need to find celebrity appeal, if we need to do some in-person and virtual things, uh, we don't know how often we need to do them based on, you know, we got to look into that um, for each club and, and see what the frequency needs to be. But I think that that helps find a purpose for every person in the club. I think there's different levels of involvement, different levels of passion for the various uh things that we do, and I think that we can find purpose in all of those for somebody. Yeah, very, very smart. You know, you walked away with a, another cool award at Advention. Let's brag on that award. What was that <laughs> award? Go ahead. You, it, I, I saw it, uh, and, and I was there to experience it. What was that award all about? And uh, talk about that. Yeah, well, I had no idea. I was, I was very surprised and honored by Governor Stephanie Price to receive the uh, Governor's Award for Collaboration. And I, I suppose that's a result from what we've done over the past year. We have brought in speakers from Los Angeles, Orlando, Idaho. We're now adding Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas. We've, we've had speakers from all over, and I've really enjoyed collaborating with those people and finding those people who have great talents that they can contribute to our 10 questions with District 10. Um, and, of course, collaborating with Laurel and Crystal and Stephanie and Kevin uh, with District 10 has been amazing. It's been a huge effort. Uh, everybody has been a great help, even the communications team who gets the word out there. Angelo and the team get it on the website. Um, so it, it truly is a collaboration. I'm so honored to receive the award, but of course all of those people deserve thanks as well for making this vision a reality and providing this purpose for our club. Yeah, yeah. You're right about that. It is a team effort as well. It takes uh, it takes very special people like yourself to uh, uh, to help make that happen. So thank you for that. You know, Austin, from your perspective, uh, is our industry, the advertising industry, in good shape right about now? What do you think? I personally am feeling more excited about the advertising industry now than I ever have in my career, and I. I think there's a lot of exciting things happening. There's a lot of new technology that we can explore, new platforms, new audiences. uh, And I think that that's always going to be the place. I think there will always be a place for advertising. And we just continue to find new and more innovative ways to do that and to find new purpose with each passing year. So, yeah, I think we're alive and well. Good for you. I'm glad to hear that. From the television side, their entire long view, how do you how do you drive uh, the authenticity and the connection with the viewers as you look at uh, those television stations and the advertisers? How do you do that? Well, when we're marketing the TV station, we really just try to be who we are. We stick with our brand, and, and we've been so successful here because our brand is our people, and our people truly care about the viewers. They invest in them. They answer their emails. They answer their Facebook comments. So a lot of my job as a brand manager is just to make sure that we're being attentive to our viewers, 
Uh, my full title is audience development and brand manager. And that audience development part I take very seriously because our audience is the heart of what we do. And as long as we are serving them, it makes marketing so easy. We in the marketing department say that all the time. Our job is made so easy because of the on-air talent who have created this beautiful brand of just being beautiful and kind people and caring about our viewers. So that makes my job as an ambassador for this brand very easy. In in uh, this era of commoditization uh, for uh, so many different entities, uh, it, it could be television, radio, it doesn't really matter. I think that's that's an essential. You've got to, got to, got to connect with your community. You've got to do that. If You, you can have the best product in the world, but if you don't have that community connection and, uh, you know, uh, where the community is wearing your brand and you're wearing the community's brand, you don't really have a lot of, uh, of uh, good stuff going for you. So that's... That's got to be a lot of benefits as well, both from a from a marketing standpoint and from um, a money standpoint as well. Because the better job you do, the better job everybody does. I think it's a problem. Absolutely, true. yeah. It's a it's a cycle. It's uh, good content creates good viewership. Good viewership creates good advertising opportunities, and just rinse and repeat. And that's what we strive to do. <laughs> like that, I love rinse. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Love it. You know, you have a, you have an interesting story to to share uh, about your connection. Uh, to the American Advertising Federation. It's not like you called up and say, hey, what are you guys doing next week? Can I be a part of it? <laughs> so how did you get involved with Ad Federation? Tell us about that. Uh, I am a graduate of Arkansas State University, and our professors have always been active up here in the Northeast Arkansas chapter and have encouraged participation in the American Advertising Awards, uh, being a student member of the club up there. Uh, and so I did. I hopped in. I won an Addy my sophomore year, I think, which wow. felt pretty early and exciting. And I was hooked from there. You know, that that first uh, validation that what you're doing is on the right track is, sure. is a great uh, it's a great way to get some momentum in your career and in American Advertising Federation. Uh, so I did that throughout the course of college. And I finished my senior year and had submitted my last uh, batch of student Addies ever. And I was working part-time at KAIT, the TV station in Jonesboro. Mm -hmm. And I went to the American Advertising Awards as a student. I entered in the student category, just finished my, my schooling. Uh, but I happened to see the marketing director and the VP of the TV station and a few others sitting at the station table and waiting for their professional awards while I was hoping for a student award. And I went home with a few Addies uh, that night. And within a week, the... Vice president of the TV station had called me down to his office, and he knew that I was kind of on a job hunt. I was looking across state lines and beyond and looking for my first out-of-college opportunity and had even asked off for a day here or there because I needed to go do job interviews. You know, this part-time job wasn't going to be enough for much longer. Um, so he caught on to that, and he saw my Addies, and he brought me in and offered me the digital marketing manager job at the TV station and gave me my start in marketing. I, I wasn't, I was done with the part-time camera operator job. I got to move over into marketing and advertising where I, that's, that's what I had trained for in school and had really prepared for. So I was excited to be in the department that I had dreamed of. Didn't have to leave home, got to stay there for a couple of years. Um, and from there I got to be a professional member of the American Advertising Federation where uh, KAIT was a member and I got to be a member through them, get involved even more and then I became the program's chair in Northeast Arkansas and uh, 
when I moved, I stayed within the same television company. When I moved to East Texas, there wasn't a chapter here. And I was really sad to be losing that part of my heart, the American Advertising Federation. Well, sure. But yeah. luckily, right after I moved here, I saw on social media that a chapter had been formed or reformed. I don't know if you know this, but East Texas had a chapter about 15 years ago, and mm-hmm. we're back. So this is a, a whole new club, but I had seen that they had reformed. It was just fate that I had a place again in the American Advertising Federation. So I'm taking a shot. When you were in high school, you were president of the student council as well, weren't you? Yes. No. I was the uh, the report the student council reporter. Actually. Okay, I knew there's a, there's a connection there. Participate, yeah. participate. I don't care whether it was in the genes or the parenting skills or whatever. Somebody uh, somebody did something right with you, man, because you've got that drive, baby. It's a good thing. I Thank like you. That. Yeah, I, I do love being involved. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. like, I need to probably limit that a little bit. But. Nah, nah, you never get tired of that. You, you'll always oh, be yeah. that way. Nothing's changing. You know, D10 continues to grow as a super district. It's a super district. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, in so many ways. What is it about D10 that makes this district so cool? What, 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 what do you think? Well, I think, you know, we can go back to that collaboration that I was telling you about. I, I think that that's the case in every every department that we have here in the American Advertising Federation, the American Advertising Awards, uh, the student advertising competition programs. It's, it's everywhere you look, there's collaboration, and it's, it's huge. Uh, I've heard Crystal, um, you know, she's really talking about how every club in our district is now represented on the district committees. You know, we have participation, we have collaboration, and that is what makes District 10 so successful. Oh, yeah. How true, how true, how true. I'm excited of, of the upcoming year as well. You know, Austin, you're always wearing a smile. You're always wearing a smile. Considering the past couple of years, how do you keep that upbeat and positive attitude going, dude? What, what do you do? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other night. The American Advertising Federation is part of that. Uh, the timing couldn't have been better for me. Um, I was getting down in the dumps with the pandemic, and when I saw that AAF was restarting, even though we were going to be doing virtual happy hours, we were going to be figuring it out, how do we start a brand-new club virtually? Mm-hmm. It gave me purpose while we were all sitting at home and not able to go anywhere. So that is what got me through the last couple of years. Of, and then just kind of getting back to some sort of normalcy has been great, collaborating with clients, collaborating with my team. Um, I guess you can tell collaboration is what I thrive on. So oh, yeah. that is what has kept me going over yeah. the past few years. Yeah. That's what it needs to say on your on your signature, on your emails as well. The purposeful collaborator. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> it could be my new, my new LinkedIn line. I think that's fine. I, I, take it, please. From a broadcast perspective, Austin, what do you see the television industry doing uh, differently or better to maintain uh, connectivity with viewers and, and communities and such, because it's easy to it, it's easy for uh, anyone in the communications industry to lose touch with uh, the you know I'll use the word purpose again. What, what is their purpose? So what do you what do you think the television industry is going to be doing uh, a little bit differently as we move ahead here? Well, I think that we're always staying in tune with the audience and following their habits, their technologies seeing where audience is moving. Obviously, over the last 20 years, we've seen a digital shift. And I think that uh, our company, Gray Television in particular, has really adapted to that. And we've listened to what the viewer wants. We've 
gotten on those platforms that viewers want. And I think that our industry as a whole is adapting to that. We've seen some industries who chose not to adapt early with technology and, and even with new ways of collaborating, and we're seeing different levels of success. So I think that in in this industry and in my company, I, I see that we're paying attention to the audiences, and I think that that is going to help us maintain this momentum. And I think that good advertising is going to help that. Uh, yeah. I trust that the teams downstairs here in this building are going to create great products and that my team will be able to uh, market those successfully. And we'll keep doing that and we'll stay ahead of the curve. I think you will. And I think you you are as well. And and that was true of broadcast uh, for, for radio as well. There were some groups... Uh, uh, in our industry that uh, didn't really latch on to uh, what digital was or the potential of digital. And then uh, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it, it, it blew up in a good way. Uh, and there had to do some catching up that, that was happening. Uh, but uh, those those particular groups have, have now caught up and embraced this as well. You know, the same thing with podcasting. It's so amazing to see how many mm-hmm. people uh, are just jumping. You know, there's over 2 million podcasts out there now. <laughs> and wow. we'll add this I didn't one too. That. <laughs> it was a, yeah. well, yeah, and and yeah. I think that that that's a good point too. Is that we're staying ahead of the curve again. Here we are having a digital conversation, yep. and uh, just a, a plug for our programs. We're going to be adding Ray Shillings to our programs list to talk about podcasts and yeah. stay ahead of that digital curve. Yeah, it's important. It re- it really is. But Austin, let's let's take a moment here to brag on some of the great people in D10 or national. That's fine with me as well. But uh, you know, we are driven. Uh, Steve Pacheco at the top is like, oh my God, what a great guy! Mm-hmm. Uh, leadership, leadership, leadership. Uh, people like Larry Brantley, and of course Stephanie and 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 Crystal and all of those wonderful, wonderful folks who are existing in D10. And, of course, on the national level. So brag on some of your good buds here in District 10. Tell me about that. Well, we are well represented. I don't know any other district that has had the footprint that we've had over the past couple years with our Add 2 representation and our AAF representation. Uh, Larry and Tina up there at the top. Oh, yeah. Stephanie now, you know, Stephanie's going to be on the Council of Governors. So we've got some great representation all the way up to the top of AAF and that is really impressive. And what we're doing here in our district and what Governor Crystal Gonzalez is about to undertake with her team, Laurel and AB, the whole crew, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they hadn't approached me, Stephanie and Crystal hadn't approached me a year ago, if it had been any other group of people or any other district, who knows how this partnership would have gone. But I think that, uh, you know, fate had it in the cards that we all end up in District 10 and that the strongest talent is all right here. I'm a little bit uh, proud of District 10. Of course, I'm in District 10. I should be, but 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 even so, it's like, yeah, I'm District 10. What do you what do you what do you want to know? What do you want to know? Yeah, that's quite it's the reputation. Thing. You uh, you you are doing such a great job uh, as affirmed by the major award that you got, the Fragile Award, uh, at the. <laughs> at the convention. But uh, Austin Sandy is programs chair for the American Advertising Federation District 10. Austin has ideas, Austin has energy, Austin has purpose. You got you get you're stuck somewhere, you want to talk to somebody, get energized and get in the right direction. You go find Austin. You'll find him in Tyler Longview. Austin, it's such a pleasure. I I don't know why that we've waited this long to talk to you. But I sure am glad we took the time to do that today. We appreciate you, bud. Me too, Ray. This has been great. 
One more time before we go with this podcast uh, segment, I want to remind you about our AAF Houston August luncheon coming up Wednesday, August 17th at 11.30, The Ballroom at Tanglewood. Every good story needs a twist. Chris Smith, who is the Principal Chief Creative Officer at Plot Twist, will be there in person, and we hope to see you there. You can go right now and get your tickets, aaf-houston.net. We hope to see you there. Hey, thanks for listening to Ad Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. And you can find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Also invite you to meet the people that represent District 10 of the American Advertising Federation. Check out the podcast, Adtention, podcast for District 10. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Ad Speak Houston is copyright 2022. I'm Ray Shillins.